Yeah. So um, where were you when you realized that, you know, acting was something that you wanted to do? Well, my mother was a believer in the arts. So, you know, from before, like I said, before I knew what anything was, she was taking us to Shakespeare in the Park and everything else. And um, two shows, like when I was a kid, like affected me so much. I thought, I've got to do this. And one of them was seeing Randy Moore do Cyrano de Bergerac. Well, I was a pretty weird kid, you know, and I felt pretty outcast to begin with. So watching (laughs) him so take the English language so well and turn it around different people and embarrass them and the sword fighting and everything, I was like, wow, that is just the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. And uh, but at that time, I didn't know I didn't really think that, you know, that was something that you could actually do. And then uh, I guess when I was about 12, 13, I believe it was the theater center. I believe the theater center did it. They mounted a all black musical version of Midsummer Night's Dream. And it toured different parts in Dallas. And um, I made my mother take me to every single park that it went to. You know, it was. It was like, again, you know, because like I said, she had been taking me to Shakespeare for forever. So, you know, by this time, I kind of understood what was going on. And she would always explain the stories to me before we went to anything. But um, but yeah, that it was just I don't I don't it was a musical. I guess it was because it was one of the first musicals I saw with black people and they were doing Shakespeare and it was the story and it was everything that. Uh, you know, th- well, all of those experiences, those are the things that made me say, this is this is where this is where I I should be. I should be backstage with them. I should be talking to them. I should go. I should go see what they're talking about. You know, it just felt like mm, this is this is it. This is it. Yes. Yes. I had a similar experience. Like I tell people, I could not remember the time where I didn't want to entertain yeah. people. Like even when I was a kid, you know, worshiping Barney, you know, I would be like, mama, I want to p- play with Barney. I want to be over there with the other kids. Right. You know, not knowing that I was really saying I wanted to be on TV. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? And yeah. And did you know Barney was shot in Texas? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Phyllis Cicero is a friend of mine. She was Stella the Storyteller. And, um, you know, I've had yeah. lots of people that I've known because it was shot It was shot here, close by here, Las Colinas. Yeah. Um, the guy that played Barney, he went to Golden Gate. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, was, it was pretty much all here, the kids and everybody. I mean, you know, I knew a couple of the kids. And, so it yeah. was very much a Dallas thing, I think. I knew a lot of the characters, yeah. yeah. And so, and yeah. what's it called? What was that other with the little dog? I know they did a lot uh, here too. Clifford, not Clifford. Um, oh, Wishbone. 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 Yeah, I remember seeing the King yeah. do an episode of Wishbone about. Um, I think he did a Nancy, and yeah. Yeah. Now, who are your top three actors, actresses, or both of all time? Top three actors or actresses. Ugh, I should have thought of this kind of stuff before you uh, got me. <laughs> uh, well, there's the old and then there's the new. And I'm not going to be able to call names, which drives me cuckoo. But the brother who did um, Get Out, 
I really like him. I think he's 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 quite. Well, there's so many interesting faces right now. I'll uh you 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 call out the movie and I'll I'll fact check. Yeah, you. get out the 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 lead and get out. I think he's really he's really a cool up and comer. You know, of course the the old heads. Uh, that uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Yes, I really like him, mm-hmm. and of course um um uh Chadwick. You know, I thought Chadwick was doing good things. Oh uh, yeah! If I go to the actual... when, when, when do you get to play James Brown? Right, uh, Jackie Robinson, Abla, <laughs> and and you know just the fact that he, he he decided who he was going to play and who he wasn't. You know he made the decisions well. It's just so sad. Mm-hmm. Yep, and old heads. You know, I used to always love watching Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier. I know he may not be all that popular, but I loved those movies when I was growing up. Uh, yeah. Um, of course, the women, Angela Bassett, uh, Viola Davis. Yeah, love Viola uh, Davis. I love uh, uh, what is Taraj? Yeah, Taraji P Henson. Yeah. And people sleep. People sleep on Jada. Jada Pinkett could act. Like. Yeah. Well, that's only because Jada Pinkett, you know, dropped out of dropped out for a little while while she was trying to raise her kids, so she wasn't, you know, in our eyes as much. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I really like I really liked what she did with the with that series, the the Gotham. Oh uh, yeah, with uh, she, I forget her name, but Gotham was my show, man. Gotham that was, was my well, show. I gotta be Fish honest, Mooney, that was, well, Fish Mooney. You know, I'm coming from a different time period, but that was one of the reasons I watched that show. I still, to this day, if there's not a black character on there, you know, a black character that has, you know, some meat to them, I lose, I lose interest in the show. And you know, I know that's a remnant of my childhood because. I never got, you know, it was always white people. Everything was white people. So when, you know, or if they were a black person, they were going to get killed first or they were going to be real silly, <laughs> you know, nothing like what you know in your real life. So, you know, that, but yeah, Jada Pinkett, I really like her too. There's, there's like I said, we've got so many talented people out there right now. Like I could say all of the, all of the women in uh, Pan- in Black Panther, I thought all of them are mm-hmm. beautiful up-and-comers. I love them. Yeah, and somebody who's just now getting their feet wet, uh, Janelle Monet. She is an amazing actress. Yeah. Now, I did not like her movie uh, Antebellum. I thought it would, it had potential, and it always hurts when a movie has potential, right. but doesn't really, you know, come out right. Yeah. But, you know, despite that, she did an amazing job. Ooh. And uh, Gab- Gabby uh, Sidibe, um, she played in uh, Precious. She's an amazing, like, I like her in everything yeah. she's in. Yeah, you know, I mean, there is no lack of talent in our community. Yeah, there there are so many from, like I said, from old to young, you know, there's, there's so much. And what I'm really enjoying now is that there are so many more women and so many more women from all different shades, you know what I mean? And they're still all being seen as sexy, not just the ugly sister, or the, you know what I mean. They are, yeah. So I'm digging yeah. that. Yeah. Now, um, what are your three greatest movies of all time? Wow. Okay. 
The Matrix surprised me. Okay, you're, you're going to mm-hmm. see I'm an action-adventure person, but The Matrix yeah. <laughs> was one of the first movies that surprised me, and I really, truly loved that. You know, when he got flushed down the toilet, I'm like, what, are, what is going on? Because I've seen so many movies, nothing really surprises me anymore. So that one I really dug. Um, I really liked um, The Sixth Sense just because I liked his style of quiet storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, again, so many. I'm just, those are just the first two that pop into my head. But there's so many, so many movies, uh, if I could think of them at the moment. Like, I don't even know what yeah. the last, you know, the, the, one of the uh, side things of being in the quarantine is you've just pumped so much material into your head. You can't even remember what you've seen and what you haven't seen. Like when we get off of this, uh, off of this interview, I'll be going, Oh yeah, this show, Oh, this show was so great, you know, but I, I can't think of it. I've seen so much content lately. Yeah, I tell you. And uh, there are a lot of great, you know, a lot of great movies out there. Now, how do you feel about the audition process as a whole? Because honestly, you know, I feel like if you're intimidated, uh, you know, I get people are nervous about it, but I feel like if you're nervous or intimidated, then you're doing it wrong. I don't think it should be something you should be intimidated by. You know, I think it should be, you know, fun, like you're literally performing, doing something you love, you know? Right. Well, okay, so I'm looking at it from two sides now. I'm looking at it from the director side, and I look at it from the actor side. When I was just on the actor side, it was nerve-wracking, and it felt very judgy, and, you know, you know, but one thing you do know is if the more, the more, the less you need the part, the better off you usually do in the audition, which lets you know you just need to relax no matter what. You need to relax as an actor and let it flow. And the biggest thing is to trust yourself. You know, that's what I spend a lot of time with my kids. Also, trust yourself. If you if you think it, then it's probably something you should go for. But um, now that I'm on the director side more, my thought is that you're you are coming in to solve my problem. You should be happy you should be a because i'm looking at you like okay can you will you be the one i'm ready to fall in love with who with the person that comes in who can work this part so the more confident you come in the uh more uh ready to try things and playful you are the more i'm loving you you know mm-hmm. and and I want you to have your own ideas. You know, I may say I want this like this, but I also, you know, I want to see what do you think? How would you try it? What would you do? Yeah, because, you know, y'all always say if y'all don't like say that's good, but keep exploring that. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Or do something absolutely opposite. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it's a sad <laughs> yeah. monologue, I want you to tell it to me happy. Okay, give it to me with a smile on your face. What? How does that change, you know? Cause, because then, yeah. you know, my thing as a director is you're just trying to um, trigger the creativity of your artists because they're going to take you there once they, once they, once we all get on the same page then their their creativity and their ideas are what's going to take it to the next level, you know? 
Yeah, and I mean, I agree. I agree. And like my friend, uh, she's a casting director. I asked her, I said, what do y'all be looking for in these interviews? And she told me we look, and I'm sure you've used this word too. She told me she looks for ease. Mm -hmm. She looks for the aura, the vibe you bring in the room. She'd rather have somebody stumble over their home monologue. Right. And uh, have great energy mm-hmm. and come in, you know, respectful smiles and somebody coming in nervous, cold, didn't add to the room that said the monologue perfectly. Right. You don't, well, you don't want to feel like, you know, they're going to faint. You don't want to be stressed for somebody, you know, because we're human too, you know. And so if you're stressed, yeah. I'm going to be stressed for you and nobody's having a good time. And I need to yeah. know you'll put the audience at ease as well as me, you know? Yeah. Then that's why I say it should. And another thing that helps me is knowing that just because I didn't get picked, that doesn't mean I suck. Because right. you know you're ca- you're not just casting me. Now, if you are casting a one per- person show and you didn't get picked, then maybe you need to. But you know you're casting an ensemble, and if you're six foot two and the right. people that you like are a bunch of midgets, then I'm sorry, but you're not getting the, you're not getting that role. Well, you know, and I would even tell actors, it's, it can be even more nitpicky than that. I mean, I've seen you can't fit this costume. I mean, we already have this costume built and they can't fit this costume. I mean, I've seen it come down to, you know, or, uh, you, or I've been in director's meetings where, you know, I've, I well, I heard it that they did this over at this theater and this happened or what. You know, you just never know what kind of crazy is going on backstage, what they're talking about. But I would not assume, you know, you know, when you go in, you know, when you were hot, you know, when you did a good audition, you know, and you got to trust that and not worry about whether you got cast or not, because auditioning is like sales. You know, you're going to have to make 10 pitches to get to get, you know, picked up by one of them, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, and uh, Brian Cranston said it best. He said, too many people look at auditions like a job interview. Too many people go in auditions automatically expecting something. Like he said, I look at my auditions as birthday parties and my audition is my chance <laughs> to perform is my gift. You know, like, I say, love it. You know, like, say, for instance, if uh, I bake you a cake. You know, for your birthday, I'm not gonna be calling you the next day. Have you right. eaten the cake yet? Did, no, right. you can eat the cake, give it away, give half to your son because it's yours. Right. And you know, he I said that's that. yeah, and he said that's how you should look at the audition process. It's your, uh, it's theirs to use. If they can use it, great. If not, you know, that's good too. On to the next. You know, and another right. thing piece of advice I've gotten by uh, my friend Giovanni. She said, instead of work focusing on winning the audition, focus on winning the room because she's been to so many auditions where they couldn't use her, but they end up calling her back. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, she was good, but we can't use her here. But I wonder what she would do with this one. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it it is a very social business, you know, because we have to depend upon each other because every show is an ensemble. It's about, you know, I mean, ensemble of, of, of techs and actors and director. Every, you know, everybody has to fit together some kind of way and work for the common goal. So, yeah, that vibe is a big thing. And coming in, 
coming mm-hmm. in with uh, joy, you know? Yep. Bringing now, joy with you. Now, you said you write, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, I do. What's your writing process? Because I know there's so many, like, so many people like to drive and do voice memos or go to a cafe or get high or drunk or sit in the bathtub <laughs> or, you know, uh, hey, it, it helps them, apparently. Uh, I was looking at a video with Alyssa uh, Cara, and she likes to go into, like, tight spaces like a closet. And, you know, she says she writes better while she's cramped. What's your writing process like? All I need is a cool journal. You know, I'm I'm old style. I like paper and I like a paper and a really smooth writing pen because I like to write it all out and then I'll type it up. But yeah, that's and 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 quiet, you know, wherever I could get it. But you know, my child is grown now and so I'm at my house so I don't have to run away or do anything yeah. else. I just have to get myself straight (laughs) and get on it, not get distracted by the 50 other things that I have to get done. But yeah, me and my kids right now were right because, because of pandemic and, and our limitations and having to stay six feet apart and all of these different things when we're talking, you know, we're writing our, our fall play. We're writing our, our little horror flick. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. Yeah, me my cousin's a writer and we came up with this challenge called the Netflix challenge where we uh not including the subgenres, but we write down every genre and we try to write like a little short story or one Neat. chapter to each uh to each genre. Yeah. You know, to try to sharpen our uh, you know, skills. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like uh, each writer should dabble in like a little bit of everything, including music too. Right. Now, um has there ever been a movie that you saw and you were like, oh, my God, this sucks. I should have directed this. Oh, I've seen lots and lots of movies that suck. Yeah. Although I never, I can't tell you I watched the whole thing and I couldn't even tell you what the names of them are because <laughs> me, me see, and my see, brother, see, people, don't, see, people don't even like see, to go to movies with us. My brother is the is the ultra pan-african you know brother kind of thing and so if they get i remember going to see uh stargate with him and i mean he must have fussed through the entire movie they in africa ain't no black people blah, blah, you know every day oh yeah of course it's got to be from outer space because black people couldn't have built the pyramids but you know so but for me yeah it, it, <laughs> immediately i'm like i didn't believe that I didn't believe that line. That's stupid. But, yeah. You know, so people. So, but usually I end up leaving if I don't. Yeah. Well, you know, if well, you don't well there's a well, there's a joke. How many actors does it take to screw in the light bulb? Well, it only takes one, and then the other actors are looking at him, going, "I could have done that so much better," <laughs> you know, because uh, you know, and sometimes we have to like not look at things from my actor's eye and just learn right. to enjoy it. But yeah, I tell everybody, if you've never seen a horror movie in the black theater, you're missing out. <laughs> they turn it into a comedy. Like whenever a scary movie go comes out, you know, I done got a little bougie and spoiled. I love my uh, Alamo Draft House and Studio Movie Grill, but whenever a horror movie goes out, you best believe I hop onto that movie in Lancaster. Right. <laughs> you want to hear everybody scream? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. like there was one yeah there was one movie i forget which one we were seeing it was with uh jennifer uh lawrence yeah you, you know how we was we didn't even pay for the movie we went in there oh, yeah. until our movie started right you know right and so uh you know one little boy was so scared he ran out of the theater <laughs> and then everybody just busted out laughing you know it's a it's an experience it's it an, is experience. an experience it is it definitely yeah. is and a matter of fact, the whole theater is a experience. Like, depending on where you go, like seeing a horror movie in a black theater is different than a Caucasian theater, or seeing a movie twelve o'clock midnight where you're the only person in right. there mm-hmm. is a different experience than a full. You know, it's something well, you know special about it. You know, I would say it doesn't even have to be horror. With the black audience, you just gonna have a different experience altogether. I went to see Patriots <laughs> with the black audience, and they were cussing out uh, Denzel Washington when he told her about the baby. You know, they're just yeah, they're just a much more vocal audience. You know, so yeah, yeah, that's how my uncle was. He said, "Hit him again." Okay, it's just like, yeah, okay, y'all quit talking during the movie, but you can't tell them <laughs> that because they're gonna talk during the movie. Yeah. Now, was there ever now one thing about me? I don't know because it seems like you don't like bad movies. One thing about me, I can appreciate a good bad movie like Wild Wild West or Pluto Nash or yeah. well, I didn't Soul see Pluto Plains. Nash, but yeah, well, like, oh, you don't know, waste your time. <laughs> I would say that, uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I would say, like, I do like so, they have to be action adventure usually, like, uh, I love. I love formula, old formula movies because they relax me and, and I know what's going to happen. The good guy's going to win and so on and so forth. And, you know, like, okay, I would say such as Rush Hour was not the best, you know, film in the world, especially Rush Hour 2. <laughs> Rush Hour 3 was okay. But in any case, I love their personalities and they're funny. And, you know, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You know, those kinds of <laughs> things where we memorize it all and talk to each other in the movie you know that yeah but it still has to be at least kind of (laughs) good you know and and it's funny because i don't know if you knew this but will smith said he kicks himself in the butt every morning because he was originally supposed to be in uh the matrix did you know that yeah, I did hear something about that. Yeah, yeah it was either going to be the Matrix or the Wild Wild West, and he couldn't do both. Oh. So he turned down the Wild the Matrix oh. for the Wild Wild West. And even though he got paid handsomely, that movie was a huge flop. It, and I liked the movie, yeah, but it was it. considered. Yeah, it was considered a horrible movie, apparently. And you know, he said, "Man, I regret that every day." Yeah, cause well, you know. That's that's another hard thing for an actor, you know. Do you go for the cha-ching, cha-ching? Because Wild Wild West was probably had more money, you know, than The Matrix that was a brand new franchise. But yeah, you know, how do you how do you decide? And I don't know. Cause yeah. who, and who knew what The Matrix was going to be exactly? You know that it was going to break so many rules of of filming and, you know, create its own and in all of its movement and all the, you know, nobody knew that that was going to happen. I guess he probably didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Obviously. Now, was there ever a movie where you you wanted to direct and you were like, man, I wish I could have directed that? Uh, there have been yeah, yeah okay. So you got to know, I'm more of a theater baby than a a movie baby. Uh, though, though, I would like to get into playing around more in film. But um, oh, okay. Well, let me ask you this: um, if you could direct any musical. What would it be? How about that? A musical right now. Mm. Well, I don't really like that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to say, if I could direct anything right now, um, I would go back to um, uh, Insurrection Holding History. If I could direct any musical right now, I would probably do Pearly because it's the 50 year anniversary of Pearly. And I like mm-hmm. the, you know, the humor is, you know, the, the thing about Pearly is it was great when it first came out in the seventies. I think it was, seven, I can't remember. I believe it was 70 or I think in any case, it was great when it first came out. I think it was 71 when it first came out. And then when we, when we hit the 90, when late nineties into 2000, into Obama's uh, presidential run, it became kind of dated, you know, it became like, yeah. uh, I don't know about that. But as soon as Trump got into office and we kind of took a step back in time, it's all of a sudden relevant again. So I'd probably play with that. As far yeah, as the, I've noticed that. Yeah. I've noticed that because I was looking at Cabaret because mm-hmm. uh, they have the uh, Broadway version on YouTube. And I was like, it's suddenly relevant. Again. Right. Yeah. Some of these plays that, you know, people haven't seen, they are relevant again. And it's that's interesting to me. And um, there's a play by, oh, my God, I can't remember his name. The, uh, I hate to, the guy who wrote Booty Candy. He also wrote a, um, I have to remember his name. Okay. But anyway, uh, I'm, 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 fact, I'm fact checking you. Okay. Uh, but uh, Booty also, Candy is a good show too, by the way. Yeah. I love Booty Candy, but I, I could never do it like uh, a King did, uh, King directed it. Yeah. I was like, I, you know. Robert I, you know, O'Hara. Yeah, Robert O'Hara. He also did a play called um, Insurrection Holding History. That is just mm-hmm. so wild and so out there. It's about the Nat Turner Rebellion, and uh, but it's but it's comedy, and it's just it's just such irreverent humor. I just love that show. I we I did, you know, I'm crazy. I'll do just about anything in a high school. You know, I'll take out the language yeah. and take out you know things that would be too too disturbing, but I'll do anything. <laughs> Because why not, you know? You know, they're going to have to learn sometime. <laughs> well, you know, the well, that that's the bottom line. They're not going to learn unless they do it with me because their colleges aren't going to do these shows. You know, they're, they're, they're going to, you know, they're, most of my kids are looking at either mixed or, or Caucasian colleges. You know, I don't know if anybody's looking at traditionally black colleges for theater. So they're not going to particularly get a lot of chances to do these all black shows or do these shows in these in that that appeal to me so why not i I get to give them the chance to do it so um yeah but uh yeah that insurrection holds in history it is so funny i'm gonna have to check it out it's just crazy and funny
<laughs> now, what is your most embarrassing theater moment of all time? Uh, I had to do, I did a show at um, Theater 3 years and years ago. They used to do this, like, I guess it was like a little... 10-minute play, black series kind of thing, and in this play, I had to, uh, well, first of all, I, I was like, shoot, maybe 22, 20, maybe, maybe 22, maybe, and the, uh, and the, and I had the girl playing my daughter was the same age as me, you know, so, uh, yeah. but I, we were playing Runaway Slaves, and in a matter of, like, I think it was maybe five minutes I had to go off, get raped, watch some, watch somebody, I think they killed the husband, and then while they were doing that, I'm killing the daughter Mm -hmm. because I didn't want her to go through that. But it was, you know, for me, it was just, it was just too much for me to try to get to in that five minutes. I wasn't ready for that kind of a part. It needed somebody who was more like in their forties, you know what I mean? Not because I could, because I could look older. That's why I was put in that part. So, you know, when you're casting, when you know, when you're casting correctly, that makes life a little difficult. So that was a difficult part for me. And I know it did not go well. I mean, I could do, you know, you can feel your audience and I could, well, in, in rehearsal, you know, it's like I was telling you, I'm the type of person who has to be able to, create that reality and yeah. it wasn't it because it happened so fast everything had to happen just like that you know you get caught this person gets killed that person gets raped in five minutes and you know there was no time to build up any emotion there was no lines to build it up there was you know it was just throw emotion out there weeping whale kind of a thing you know and that's not my thing I'm more of a can we can we break this down <laughs> a little bit more or something I don't know it was a bad experience, and that was, but that was years and years ago. And I just, you know, since then, I thought, okay, just make sure you understand the part before you accept it. <laughs> make sure you, you know, have read the play. And, and I've only, you know, I've only, there's only been, like, once, I think, that I have ever, like, dropped a play because I just thought, mm, I just don't yeah. believe in this. So, but from now on, you know, for the rest of my life, if I can't believe in that character, if I don't understand him, if I if if I the play is just not very good or whatever, I just will say, no, you don't want me. You want somebody who's better at faking it than me. Yeah. Now, what is your greatest theater moment? Woo! Greatest theater moment. Uh, probably Booty Candy. That was a fun show. Yeah, you know, it was it was the first. Well, you know, first of all, I appreciated the theater more because I'd been in high school for so many years by then, you know, so just being out there. And then uh, Akeen is a very meticulous director. And I like a meticulous director that, you know, keeps you on your toes and and (laughs) and wants the picture to be absolutely correct. You know what I mean? Then you can trust. You know, then you can let go and just trust. You know, whatever you say, you you know, I don't have to really think. I just what do you what do you want? And I'll figure it out because I can trust if you want it, that's going to work. 
and just the you know because when I read it I thought okay I don't quite understand everything but okay but when when he finished it it I I I've I've never seen audiences laugh so much from the beginning of the show to the end of the show. It was just a lot of fun. So that was probably one of my most fun shows. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. Um, Because there was this lady, I don't know if you uh, know her. I'm trying to uh, remember her uh, name. I interviewed her earlier um this week and she said she had auditioned for Akeem for a Christmas show that he wrote Mm. and she you know said you know it uh Kim Marie Billings do you know her uh again I might know her if I saw her I've been off of the theater scene for a while yeah yeah you like me you like I I know they faces right you know (laughs) but but um yeah but no like say for instance um she was saying that she it was her first time auditioning for him. He was doing a Christmas show. You know, she's beautiful, tall, skinny girl. And he was like, make snow angels on the ground. And, you know, she had got dressed up for this audition. So she just got on the ground, scuffed her boots, got her dress dirty, made snow angels. And then he was like, I don't think there's a part for you. <laughs> and then she, um, she goes... And she uh, he she gets a call and he hires her anyways, and she puts her through hell like yeah. she, you know, she basically like he yells at her. He was like, "You think you can just get past with your looks? You know how it can be." <laughs> but you know, he is that way because he sees something in you. You right. know, if he didn't see anything. You know, he would, you know, just go on about his business. But, you know, one of the uh, the uh, companies, the piano players in that show, said he just does that because he likes you. Like, it's only, you know, after this show, it's all downhill from here. He'll, he'll, he'll be easier to work with. Right. But, you know, and that's true. But I do like his directing style. And I think he's very underrated. Like, he's caught up you know, in the Chitlin circuit because he does a lot for the community, but he could do anything. Direct oh, yeah. Dream Girls just as good as he could direct uh, Singing in the Rain, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's because we don't have a lot of uh, Black directors and such out there, so, you know, when a theater is, theater is doing a Black show, that's the first name that comes to mind. Is the keen, you know, let's get a keen to direct. So at least I don't know of a lot of the directors now. Like I said, I've been out of the scene for a while, so there may be a whole new crop of black directors coming out. Yeah, I tell you. Now, what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to be an actor slash, you know, director like you? What advice would you give them? Uh... Well, I would say, gosh, it is, it, 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 it is, it's difficult, but if you keep going, you will start to land the relationships that you need in order to start to work more regularly. You know, I've watched as a, um, 
you know, while I went into teaching, my friends who, you know, stayed with stayed with theater full time, you know, they they have more name and they work more regularly and such, you know. So I would just say stick with it. Um, know who you are. You know what I mean? When you go in, know who you are and know what your currency is. Know what you bring to the party and um, um, and be proud of it. Go in, like, like we said, go in with ease and know that, yes, you're going to hear some no's, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, no's don't mean anything. That just means you're in the game. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. And learn, learn, learn to take everything, you know, at face value. Like, if you don't get a part, it just means that it wasn't for you. You know what right. I mean? Well, yeah. you know, and I learned that very, you know, like I said, I believe, well, if you trust the director, then you got to trust that they're going to put who needs to be in that role in that place. Now, I've had some directors come to me later and said, you know, I should have cast you in that role. You know, I wish I had. But most of the time, I'll just trust that, okay, you know, they know. It's just like you said, uh, you know, I may be up for a role against somebody who's 20 years younger than me. Well, then it depends on who the other people they cast around that part are. You know what I mean? I, so if if the if the husband of that part is going to be 20 years younger than you probably want to get the younger character, you know? So, it, it, yeah. you know, I never, I don't really dwell on that kind of thing anymore. It's, you got to trust your director or not. Yeah, most definitely. Now, um, one thing, are you familiar with H.P. Lovecraft's works? No, you were, you were telling me about that. Oh, okay. Well, see, uh, I, this is a bonus that makes the show so great. It's directed by, there's a African-American uh, uh, woman. She's new and uh, she's just getting her, um, you know, feet wet, but she's directing it. But um, Jordan Peele and J.J. Uh, oh, Abrams, J.J. Mm -hmm. Abrams from, you know, um, everybody knows uh, Cloverfield. Uh, right. They're producing it, you know. I think I her... to see this. Yeah, I think her name is Yan uh, Domenji, I believe. I have to look it up. Y yeah, but um, she's directing it and she does, you know, an amazing, um, you know, an amazing job at it. I really, you know, admire her, you know, Misha Green. No, that's her name, Misha Green. Okay. Yeah, and she's. You know, she uh, has done some very good, you know, works. Like I said, she's new, so she hasn't done a lot. But um, the thing that makes the show so good is H.P. Lovecraft. He was one of the best uh, scary storytellers of all time, but he was very racist. Oh, okay. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and people don't know how racist he, like, he literally named his dog uh nigger boy wow that, that's how racist he was so the fact wow. that they're taking his works and flipping it and making it a all like uh predominantly black cast i love is, it 
You know, you 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 know he's rolling over in his grave. He's in hell. The devil makes him watch every Sunday too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, well, and it's maybe, just, his, maybe his hell is that he's going, wow, they're so much better. <laughs> you, you, you know, like, because this is not what he intended, okay? Right. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, but I can't wait for you to check it out and uh, mm-hmm. let me know how you uh, give me a message. Let me know how you like it now. I will definitely, uh, I will definitely mm-hmm. keep in touch with you. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to listen to this and get some of your pies, what do you have a number to call or where can they go? Uh, if you go to Instagram, I'm on, at Mama King's Cakes on Instagram and on Facebook, I'm at Mama King's Cakes and I make a mean strawberry cake, by the way. All righty. Well, thank you so much. My mama said hi, by the way. Tell <laughs> I said hello. Yeah, but but thank you so much for giving me your time. I know we talked for over an hour, but you know, <laughs> it was a good conversation, so I loved it. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting me. I feel flattered. Yeah. All righty. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.